It's time for another episode of The Drop Podcast, recorded live at the spacious lineupmedia.fm studios in Edwardsville, Illinois. The Drop is an unbiased, in-depth hockey podcast dedicated to the St. Louis Blues and all the hot topics within the NHL. So tell the ref, you don't mind the game misconduct penalty. You are headed to the locker room anyway to listen to The Drop. Here's your host, Lance DeScott. I am your host, Lance Tescott, and this is the Drop Podcast. We all know the Blues are starting this five-game road trip after this 4-1 loss to the Pittsburgh Penguins on Saturday the 4th, and we really need them to go 4-1. As I said earlier, I don't think 3-2 helps us. That's just a little bit over 500, and I don't think playing just a little bit over 500 is going to get you into the playoffs. This is going to be a tough, tough fight for all these teams that are on the fringe. Uh, to be able to make the playoffs. The Blues started the game out last night not looking very good. I was very concerned of how the Flyers were taking the play to their to the Blues, and the Blues were not getting any offensive opportunities in the first period. In fact, they only had one shot on goal, and I believe the Flyers had 11, and a lot of those shots on goal were quality shots from the Flyers. Carter Hutton would start in goal instead of Jake Allen, and the Flyers would test the Blues' backup goaltender often in the first period. Usually grind it out of fair with his club. Here's Lasso dancing in. But Kirkpatrick is real cross. The shot! The save made. He didn't know he had it. But Carter Hutton able to make the stop. And Rink wide through. That's going to wind up in the stick of Konechny. Konechny trying to beat Bomeister. Konechny with the shot. Save! Hutton rebound in front. Save! Hutton off of Shen. Big stop on the rebound by Carter Hutton. Get it out. McDonald, right wing, Simmons. Back to McDonald. Save Hutton the rebound. Bounces wide. And McDonald surprising the Blues following that play in. Carter Hutton came up really big in that first period because the Blues were definitely outplayed big time. And they were very fortunate to get out of that period uh, tied 0 to 0. You know, on the other end, uh, the Philadelphia Flyers have also had goalie issues this year. They've got Mason and Neuvert. And they actually want to give the job to Neuvert. They're giving him every opportunity to play well. And he's played well recently for them. And he came up big in the second period to keep this game at 0-0. Zero to zero. Back to the point. Petrangelo all the way across. Bomey's to the winding fire. It's deflected and dribbled just past Perron. And wide of the net. Agostino has it. Centers it. Berglund a shot. That hit Perron in front. Luger trying to melt it down. And there's the whistle as he's able to cover up. And then we get some pushing and shoving. Right in the blue paint. And that save by Neuvert was just about eight minutes into the second period. The Blues had just started to play pretty well. They were starting to put some pressure. They were able to keep the puck in the offensive zone against Philadelphia. And you just figured it'd be a matter of time before they'd be able to score something. And they eventually did just about 15 and a half minutes in. Neuvert, not very busy at all. But Blues looking dangerous here. Steen moves in. Steen holding on. Back out. Shatkirk shot deflection. Score! Stasny was there, it deflected in, and the Blues, just after the power play time, end score and take a 1-0 lead. Looked like a bit of a fluky goal there as Shattenkirk took something off the shot, and Stasny ended up getting it off of his foot. As you'll see, Stasny in position here, turns his foot right there and redirects it. That's a, you are allowed to redirect it. You're not allowed to kick it. So they'll try to determine whether or not it's a distinct kicking motion 
It was definitely a redirect. It was not a distinct kicking motion. And I honestly think that puck was put where it was for a deflection. It wasn't a missed shot. It was put there as a pass. And it goes off of uh, Stastny's skate, and he gets his uh, 15th goal of the year. Nice to see. Shattenkirk gets an assist with that pass. His 25th, and Steen also gets his 25th assist. You know, I'd like Steen to score a little bit more, uh, but he's doing his job on the uh, defensive side and also when it comes to assist. That was 15 minutes and 22 seconds into the second period. At this point, the Blues are really starting to carry the play. They're starting to really put pressure on Philadelphia, and they continue to do that through the rest of the second period. But Carter Hutton stayed strong, and uh, and uh, the the Flyers' goalie, Neuvert, was able to stay strong too. And this game would go out of the second period at one to nothing Blues. We all know recently that the Blues have had an issue with um, teams scoring on them early and late in periods. I was hoping the Blues would not have that happen in the third period to where the Flyers would get back in this game and tie it at one-to-one. And it was nice to see the Blues actually scored a goal just a little bit into the third period. And it was a recent call-up to replace Fabry Agostino, who got his first goal as a St. Louis Blue just a couple minutes in to the third period to give the Blues a two-to-nothing lead. Right back to Voracek with his cross-ice pass. Intercepted, and Perron sends it ahead. Here's Agostino on the breakaway. He scores! His first goal as a blue. Just up from the minors. Agostino makes it 2-0 St. Louis. Turnover in the offensive zone by Jake Voracek. Voracek had a scoring chance right off the faceoff, and then quickly tracked the puck down, tried to make an ill-advised pass into the slot area and it wasn't a flyer back to stop Agostino walks in and buries it high to the glove side you can see how happy he is as he gets a chance to play for the St. Louis Blues here tonight Agostino was involved in a lot of the play last night played a very good game for a guy that's just being recalled up from the AHL and has uh, been kind of a career guy with the AHL uh, had a cup of coffee in the NHL before but uh I believe with the flames, but uh, he took every advantage last night, took this puck from Perron and went down and you just, just tell he was going to score just a great goal by Agostino. And I keep wanting to call him Legostino like the lobster, but I'll, I I won't do that. But if I do, please forgive me. Uh, Agostino got his uh, first goal as a blue and Perron with that great pass gets a 17 assist and Laterra gets his 11th. And as I said, it was just two minutes and 10 seconds into the third period. The Blues would continue to put the pressure on, um, but they wouldn't get any more goals. But Carter Hutton stayed to the task, and Philadelphia would get shut out in this game, and the Blues win this one 2 to nothing. Let's go ahead and go over the recap and see how the Blues won this game. The Blues win this game 2 to nothing. The Blues are now 26-22-5. Before this game, they were two points behind Calgary for the final playoff spot. Uh, the Flyers fall to 26-21-7. They are also fighting for their lives in the uh, Eastern Conference for a playoff spot. And one of their main uh, foes that they're trying to fight to get in is the Islanders. And the Islanders won in overtime uh, last night against the Maple Leafs, 6-5. to So, uh, you know, this was a win that the Flyers needed to get, and they didn't. Uh, shots on goal, the Blues were definitely outshot. Uh, they only had 16 shots on goal. And as I said in that first period, there was only one shot. Uh, the Flyers really put pressure 
uh, mainly in the first period on Carter Hutton. They got 11 shots in the first period and only 15 over the next two. So the Blues defense really, really, really stopped them. In the set, midway through the second period to the third period, the Blues uh, played the neutral zone very, very well. Uh, if the Flyers got the puck in, there wasn't much to it. There was a lot of dump and chase for the Flyers, and the Blues were fast for the puck, and they weren't able to get anything going. Power play, uh, the Blues were 0 for 2, and the Flyers were 0 for 4. Faceoffs, the Flyers dominated with 60% to 40% for the Blues. Uh, Stasny gets a goal as 15th. Agostino gets his first goal for the Blues. Shattenkirk gets an assist. Perron gets an assist. And the star of the game in my mind was Carter Hutton. He gets 26 saves and uh, gets his shutout. Played very well. Uh, Voracek uh, gets four shots. Uh, Cousins gets four shots. Uh, Gudis gets three shots. And uh, Neuwirth gets 14 saves. And he really didn't play bad. He really played pretty good. Um, you know, that goal in the breakaway, I don't think there's much he could have done about that one. Definitely not much he could have done about that one. And the other one was a fluke redirection off of Stasny's uh, um, skate. So he played a pretty good game, too. I don't think there's anything for him to be ashamed about. I know the Flyers weren't happy because they didn't get the win, but I don't think their goaltender was the cause of them to not get the win. The bounces just went the Blues' ways. Uh, let's go ahead and hear from uh, a couple of the Blues players and also the coach will hear from uh, Agostino on his uh, first goal with the Blues, Carter Hutton on his shutout, and also Mike Yao on uh, what he thought the Blues did well and were able to get the win. Take us through your goal. Did you kind of see that ice just open up for you? Yeah, I mean, you know, it was kind of a, a broken play inside the blue line. Once I saw Perry was going to get the puck, I just sort of sprang, and, and he sprung me, and uh, was able to put it past him. Obviously, great season in the American League, but did you expect to get that call Sunday? Uh, you know, you never expect it. I just, you know, you learn in this game, in this business, you just always got to be ready. Um, so I was happy to get it and happy to be here. That leg feel a little bit better after uh, you got hit that shot? Yeah, I felt good after I scored for sure. Um, <laughs> what happened there? Just get you in the ankle? Or? Yeah, just, no, just uh, right inside the knee there. Just this, oh, there's not a lot of padding. Any thought you might not be able to come back or it feel better you right away? You never know right away. You just have to test it out, but it felt better after a few minutes. Any, could you have envisioned your uh, first game with the Blues going any better than that? Uh, no, I'm, I'm pretty happy overall. You know, it's just one game, but uh, I felt good tonight. How about team effort overall? Yeah, I mean, that's a gutsy win on the road. You know, we got outshot big time in the first period. I think we really picked our game up in the second and third, and that's uh, a big two points. Yeah, you know, for me, I honestly just try to not even worry about that, right? I, I get in the habit of not looking at the shots or whatever, just kind of control what I can and uh, just try to be the calm and a little bit of madness. And, you know, we come back here, regroup, and, uh, you know, obviously it pays dividends. Games like this more satisfying because of the fact that the offense is kind of hit and miss a little bit in terms of chances, but when you guys had the chances, you cashed them in and they got a good road win tonight. Yeah, you know, I, I think we've lost some games where we've been on the other end of, you know, out chancing teams and getting our chances, and, you know, obviously they come down and capitalize on their chance. And, you know, so it's nice to uh, flip the script a bit, and I think for us it's, a, you know, a huge confidence boost. And, you know, especially with, uh, you know, us losing a guy and, and a young kid coming up who's having a great year in the American League, getting a big goal and, you know, gaining some confidence that he can get it done in this league and, you know, he belongs here. Yeah, yeah, they did a great job. You know, Philly's got a lot of big guys get in front of the net. Obviously, Simmons is real good there. And, uh, you know, I thought we did a great job of eliminating second chances. And, you know, for me, let me see the puck and just battle. And, uh, you know, I thought our penalty kill was great again. And, you know, I, I think if I look back on all the games that we've uh, in the last little bit that we've won, our penalty kill has been a big difference maker. 
every time Yo comes out and says, or I guess Hitch also says that uh, Jake's going to get the next start, or the second time he pitched a shutout. No, no, I just do my thing, man. Me and Jake are in this together. We're going to battle. Uh, you know, we're battling for the crest in the front here together. And, you know, our ultimate goals is to, you know, win as many games as we can as a team. And, uh, you know, it's a long year, so you need both guys going. You know, I think we, we what we talked about is, uh, you know, after the first is that we were we were defending fairly well. I think, uh, you know, some of the things we were doing, um, you know, as far as a rush against and D zone coverage were, were pretty, pretty decent. But we were just defending way too much. And whether that was a case of thinking too much, um, you know, or uh, or just not executing well enough, I think probably a little combination of both. Um, you know, give the guys credit. We found our game and found our legs in the second period, and and uh, and started to get uh, get on top of things. What's the game you think Carter needed? Uh, Carter Hutton. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah. Well, I, I mean, he's he's had a few of those, so I, I don't I don't think his confidence is lacking. He didn't look like he wasn't a confident goalie tonight. Um, you know, but he was he was a real I, great right from the start, and uh, and looked very calm in the net. Very. Uh, um, you know, I like the way he's still challenging and, and getting aggressive, and uh, and obviously you know, to get a shutout played a, played a huge role in the game tonight. You mentioned you wanted to get Agostino a fair chance to show what he could do as a team scorer in the American League. I guess you have to satisfy yourself. Yeah, I don't know that we would have uh, expected him to come out and, and create as much offense as he did. Uh, you know, but definitely saw a few things that uh, that we really liked in this game, like his strong stick, like his instincts in the offensive zone. Um, you know, obviously, uh, like all young players, we'll make sure he stays on it. Uh, he'll get another chance to play tomorrow. And, uh, and you know, as far as we're concerned, uh, that one will be more important than this one. Was there a worry that maybe he wouldn't be able to come back after he got hit by that shot in the leg? Yeah, I, I got word that he, that he should be able to come back. So, yeah, we weren't, we weren't too concerned about that. Yeah, great, great one. Absolutely. Yeah, better than the first one. <laughs> Between the legs. Yeah, that was... <laughs> I was confident, but <laughs> <laughs> what is it about these call-ups? Like Wade Megan turns up and scores. Now? Yeah, well, you know what? That again, I say that uh, I said this before that uh, Craig Berube and his staff—they're doing a great job with those guys down there, and you can see that. Uh, you know, we, we've seen it with Barbie, um, and he's come up and he's just fit in uh, with our group, um, and and we saw it with uh, with Wade. And now with Kenny, like it's um, those guys are they're prepared. They're winning hockey games down there, but um, they're making sure that our players that they're developing and they're prepared for when we need them. And that's uh, that's a real credit to them. As I stated earlier, the Blues did not play well in the probably for the first almost half of the game. They started to play their game, and you could tell that the tide was kind of turning. And even though Philadelphia wasn't playing bad at that point when the Blues got the first goal, they just looked like the Blues had a little more umph. In what they were doing, they knew what they were doing, and Carter Hutton was the man of the game. As I said, I think he gets the first star. I think uh, Agostino gets a number two star, and I think Stasny played a very complete game. Was in front of the net a lot. It could go to either Perron or to Stasny. Stasny had a feisty game. Perron had a feisty game. So I'll give them a three A and a three B on the stars of the game. The Blues' uh, next game will be uh, tonight, so they have a quick turnaround. They've got to fly from Philadelphia to Ottawa, which is not a long flight, but it's, it's still a flight. Ottawa at this point is in second place in the Atlantic Division with 60 points. Uh, they have a pretty good uh, home record. They're 14-7-6, and, and in their last 10, they're 5-3-2. Uh, but uh, they beat the Blues recently 6-4 to four at the Scott Trade Center a couple weeks ago and really played a very good game against the Blues. And the difference was that Ottawa was to the puck fast within the Blues. And even though the Blues were really playing a physical game, 
Ottawa took advantage of some of that physicalness when the Blues would try to stay in the boards and fight for the puck. They were able to get that puck out and move quickly, and that was the key, in my mind, to the win against the Blues a few weeks ago. So, uh, like I said, Ottawa is in second place. They're only two points ahead of uh, Toronto, and uh, to- Toronto has a, a, a game, and uh, Ottawa's have played 50 games. Toronto's played 51 so, uh, you know, they're, they, these are teams fighting for playoff positioning, too. Uh, there's not just teams fighting for um, the playoffs. There's teams within a couple points of each other. This is a great year if you're a hockey fan. Because regardless of whether your team's first, second, third, fourth, fifth, sixth, seventh, eighth, ninth, there's very few of races that have been decided. I know that the Wild are playing a great, great game. I know the Washington Capitals are just going nuts. Columbus is playing well. Pittsburgh playing well. Montreal is. Uh, the Rangers are. We got Minnesota, Chicago, San Jose, and Anaheim's playing well. Ed- Edmonton is playing well. They're in third place in the Pacific Division. And then you got that huge battle for the wild card. You've uh, Los Angeles has got 58 points. The Blues have 57. And they take that uh, wild card, that last spot as of right now. Before this game against the Senators tonight, uh, even though they're tied with Calgary, they have uh, the the tiebreaker of playing uh, against each other, and the Blues uh, have been winning that this year. But uh, Winnipeg's only three points behind them. Uh, we've got Vancouver five points behind him, Dallas five points behind him. So you've got five teams fighting for that final playoff spot, and it's going to be tough. Uh, like I said, I think the Blues need to do Four and one. I'd love to see him go five and zero oh on this road trip. That'd be a huge, huge step forward. It would put them in a pretty good position for the playoffs. But uh, you know, if they play like they did last night in the second half of the game, they're going to get some good results over the next four games on the road. Uh, in the month of February, they don't have very many games at home. Most of them are on the road. Uh, the Blues will play Ottawa tonight at six thirty p.m. Central. That game will be on Fox Sports Midwest. Let's hope they get their second straight win and continue to move in a positive fashion towards the playoffs. Thanks again for joining me. This is all the time I've had for today's Drop Podcast. We've been going over the game recap between the Blues and the Flyers. It's always nice to have everybody listen to the show and download it. I appreciate everyone doing that. Until next time, how do we end the show, guys? Let's go Blues. This has been the Drop Podcast. Don't forget to subscribe or download this episode and past episode on iTunes, ShoutEngine.com, and Stitcher.com. You can follow us on Twitter at OfficialTheDrop. For more information about LineUpMedia.fm or The Drop Podcast, email us at info at LineUpMediaGroup.com or at TheOfficialDrop at gmail.com. Until next time, let's go blues!